Here we are with Games of 1981, Level 2, Galaga. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Shirley You Can't Be Serious podcast. I am here today with some quarters jingling in my pocket, <laughs> ready to shovel them into a slot. You got a little change in your pocket going jingle-angle-angle? Oh, my gosh. Georgia satellites, yeah. really? <laughs> <laughs> if we had an arcade anywhere around us, we would be blowing it up right now. This I, has been a lot of fun. I am just depressed about the fact that Top Dog closed down and we can't go play these games right now. I know. We've got the stupid COVID that keeps us from going to any arcade because they're all worried about the germs on the joysticks or whatever. And yeah. Germs on the joysticks. Jo joystick germs. <laughs> Today, we're going to continue our discussion on games of 1981. Right, the year of the most amazing cabinet video arcade games ever, in we're, my opinion. We're going to talk about another classic today. Okay, so the game we're talking about today is Galaga. Let's talk about Galaga. All right, so Galaga, we know, is a shooter game, right? It's a space shooter game, just like Space Invaders, right? Absolutely. So, but Except way better. Right. Well, but before Galaga, there was Galaxian. And do you know anything about Galaxian? I remember playing Galaxian. If you look at Space Invaders, which came out in 78, uh -huh. and you look at Galaxian, which came out in 79, yeah. you'd be like, oh my gosh, how, did they, how do they improve this much in one year? Huge I mean, jump. Huge. You had, you had multicolored spaceships. They were flying around and smooth flying around. Fantastic sound effects. Mm -hmm. And it was the first game that used multicolored sprites and RGB colors. Okay. So do you know what a sprite is? I think it's fair to tell everybody that you and I are not computer guys per se, and right. we're not gamers to the strictest sense. We right. were kids who loved these games when we were kids. And we're leaning on 40-year-old knowledge right here. Yes, we are. Yes. And I have, you know, I've got a few gaming systems at my house, but I don't really get to play them. That's, that's <laughs> something for my kids. Right. My wife and I play uh, Guitar Hero when we first got married. I remember doing that. And we also played Halo. All of this to say... We're players, not programmers, or anything like that. Sure. So sprites, I had to look it up. Okay. Basically, sprites are the way that we have... No, it's not the lemon-lime soda. We're not... No, no. And we're not talking about the little fairies either. Okay. All right, good. So they, the sprites, they called them stamps back then. They are the little characters that move around on a map, right? Okay. So you, with Space Invaders, you've got guys moving back and forth in a straight line on a screen. With Galaga and Galaxian, they're moving, like space is moving by. And, you know, you look at games like Donkey Kong, you've got a character like Mario who's moving along through a maze of stuff. That's what sprites are. They're little characters that move along a screen, creating a more three-dimensional effect on a 2D game. Okay. Okay? Yep. So the Namco Galaxian arcade system board for Galaxian featured animated multicolored sprites and it was the first one to do this it had uh, preloaded sprites all over a scrolling background and that became the basis for nintendo's radar scope which yeah. of course became then became donkey, donkey kong, kong right and it was a huge boost for the nintendo because they had all kinds of sprites going on on their screens sure okay yeah makes sense 
So Galaxian had been developed as a, hey, this is our version of Space Invaders, and it was a million times better. Right. And then in 1981, we have the creation of basically Galaxian Part 2, except that they call it Galaga. And Galaga was to Galaxian what Ms. Pac-Man was to Pac-Man. It's a big step forward in the game. Yes. All right, D, I've got a question for you. Okay. Have you ever played the game Gapless? No. Gapless, otherwise known as Galaga 3, okay. it's the sequel to Galaga. I did not know existed until today. And it wasn't Galaga 2? Well, I guess it goes <laughs> Galaxian, Galaga, Galaga 3. That doesn't, uh, that's not... Well, you know, it's Japanese. <laughs> it's above your uh, line of thinking. Right, yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's Galaga cubed. Maybe so. Because I think if I remember right, when I saw, when I read about this, like you had a whole bunch of ships that could shoot at the same time. Yes. Okay. Yes. All this right. came out in 1984. Uh-huh. I, I don't know why this got by me. I was definitely in the arcades still at that time, but yeah. don't remember this game at all. Yeah, no. For whatever reason, Galaga etched into my memory. Because it's iconic. It is one of the best games of all time. It is one of the best games of all it time. It is. I mean, it sounds like it's Gapless was maybe the... Cousin Eddie. Yeah, maybe the Crystal Skull. <laughs> that is a conversation for another day. Right. So Galaga was developed by this guy called Shigeru Yokoyama. Yes. So he developed this game, originally developed for the Galaxian Arcade Board. Right. So as he was developing this, he wanted to create another way for the enemies to attack you. Okay. So other than your standard bombs or bullets or missiles, uh-huh. he threw in the idea of a tractor beam. Right. Which he learned from a movie in which a ship is pulled in by another ship with a tractor beam. Some unnamed new movie? The I could not in my <laughs> studies find the name of the movie. However, I do remember a small movie hmm. called Star Wars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where this ship you may have heard of called the Millennium Falcon is pulled in by a tractor beam. We're caught in the tractor beam. That's right. It's got to be Star Wars, right? It has to it be. It has Star to be. Wars. It has to be. He also, based on what he had seen in Pac-Man uh-huh. and Rally X. Yeah. So Pac-Man had an intermission. Right. Yeah, where you get a little bit of the storyline, you get your, get your hand a break so you don't get carpal tunnel. Yes. Yeah. And Rally X had a bonus round. Right. And he thought, how about we combine the intermission with the, the bonus round? Yeah. And that's really what makes Galaga really stand out, in my opinion. It's two mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You have the tractor beam that captures the ship. Yep. And when you shoot the alien, the boss Galaga, that's the name of that alien, uh-huh. that boss Galaga who's captured your ship, you then get to retake your ship and have dual shooters. Dude, I can remember with clarity being in the arcade and seeing Galaga for the first time after having played Space Invaders and probably Galaxian and seeing that happen. Seeing that, I'm like, What's going, what, what's happening right now? What is that blue ray? What is it going to kill him? What's going to, and I'm like, oh, it turned red. Is he a bad guy now? What's going to happen? I know, right? And then when I saw the guy, I mean, I, you know, I'm just a kid watching somebody who knew what they were doing play. He shoots the Galaga ship and his ship returns to him and there's double fire. I'm like, oh, 
it's a game changer, right? It's amazing. It's what makes the game so much more fun. Absolutely. So two things that make Galaga stand out, in my opinion, yeah. way better than Galaxy and Space Invaders. Yeah. Two things. The dual shooting ships. Yes. And the challenging stages. That part where they come on and then they fly off the screen, it actually was an accident. It was a bug in the system. So really? when he's trying to come up with the intermission idea, he is one of his other designers is like, hey, you've got a bug in the system and these guys are just flying off the screen. And he's like, oh, peanut butter, chocolate. I got it. Our intermission is going to be the Galaga ships come in for just a bit. You have to shoot them before they fly off the screen. And that's how you get the challenging Genius. stage. Oh, absolutely. Genius. It's Galaga is such a great game. One of the things I want to mention, here's a little tidbit for you. Okay. For you older arcade guys. Yes. One of the enemies, so you have, I don't know how to exactly describe it. If you've ever played the game, you'll know what I'm saying. But the one alien ship actually morphs into three alien ships. Yes. And they attack you. So good. The graphics, oh my gosh, so incredible. We talked about Galaxian, how the music was better and the sound effects are better. And Galaga took it up like five notches. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of those ships is the Galaxian flagship from the game Galaxian. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yes. Flashback to Galaxian. Okay. So one of the other new features on it was that the ship moved faster than it did in Galaxian. You remember that? Yes. Galaxian had a slower ship. Yes. And so we got a faster ship. Then the other new feature is that instead of firing just one at a time, like Space Invaders and Galaxian had done, you could fire multiple shots at the same time. And not with, I'm not even talking about with two ships. I'm talking about with one ship. You're like, Huge game changer. oh my gosh. Because it was great. Galaxian and Space Invaders sounded like this. Yep. And Galaga's like, yep. We're enjoying this. We are. So I can remember playing this as a, I mean, I'm a little kid, right? I'm, I'm a very young kid. Yes. And so my technique was just pound, just pound, 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 <laughs> pound, pound. Just I'm moving back and forth, trying to avoid the ships and just hitting that fire button on repeat. Like there's no, there's no, strategy to the firing mechanism as an adult having gone back and play the game i am a i'm not a rapid fire guy anymore i'm i'm more calculated more deliberate yes calculated and deliberate in my shots okay except in challenging stage and then i have the two ships and then i'm back to rapid fire Uh, 12 year old hammer in the machine (laughs) try to break it you're hitting it so hard so a couple of interesting things about this, right? So when Yokoyama was tasked with creating this new sequel to Galaxian, yep. he came up with another game called King and Balloon. Yes. Remember right. King and Balloon? Uh, not really, no. Okay, there you go. But the second game he came up with was Galaga. Right. You ready for me to blow your mind? Go for it. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. All right. Now, if you still play Galaga and you enjoy the integrity of the game, you might want to just close your ears for just a second. Are you about to talk about the cheat? Yes. Do you know the cheat? I know the cheat. Dang it. <laughs> well hopefully you dear listener i will blow your mind yes. when i tell you this yeah i know about the cheat okay this blew my mind because i i had no idea about i this. am ready to go f- find a galaga game just so that i can try this out okay yes all right so as i understand i haven't done this yet but i watched it we'll be right back after these messages <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry no yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna tease you like that go ahead go ahead <laughs> so in the first round 
First phase. First phase, phase one. You have these aliens who dive down and then load into their rows. One, two, three, four, you shoot them just like normal. But the fifth wave, you leave them alone. So the blue guys that will load on the far left, mm-hmm. you don't shoot them. Right. You shoot everybody else but those two guys. Yep. And you let them chase you around for about 10 minutes. It's really a long time. It is a long time. It's a long time, 10 or 12 minutes. And then actually they'll stop shooting at you after a while. Mm-hmm. But you still have to wait because they fake you out sometimes. Yeah. So you keep waiting. Just kidding. We do have more bullets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you wait until they get so bored they won't shoot at you anymore. Right. And it takes a long time. After that, once they stop shooting at you, you shoot them. And for the rest of the game. Rest of the whole game. <laughs> the rest of the whole game. The enemies will not fire at you. My mind was blown when I found it Can out. Can you believe I, that? I was going to try to knock you out with it as well. Crap. But this is the wonderful thing about doing this podcast is we learn these things that we never knew. And the first time it came up, like nobody knew it. Nobody knew this little trick and nobody knows why it's there, whether it's a bug or it's an Easter egg or what, you know, if it's some sort of testing thing that they had in there, nobody knows why it's there. But it didn't come out until I think it was like 1983 in a joystick magazine that it became public knowledge. Wow. Well, maybe it's, maybe people know about it. I, I'm late to the game on yeah, a lot of things, but can you imagine the scores you would get if you had a dual shooter and they can't shoot at you? Freaking awesome. Be rocking the game. We should go play Gallagher right now. I want to go. I want to go. Okay. All right. One of the interesting things that I learned about Gallagher, when they developed the game, they would play it in their computer company, right? Yes. And so the guys who had developed it, they, of course, show it to their peers and they're all hanging around and the game is really popular. Yes. These guys are proud of it. They like it. They think it's a fun game. But when they test it out, you know, that you put it out in a restaurant or a bar or whatever, yep. they test it out, it did poorly. Okay? And it's not because people didn't like it. It made less money because people played for a longer period of time. Yes. So they took it back and they learned from it. And they're like, okay, this game is fun. People like it. It's popular. It just, it's too easy. So they made the levels more difficult. Right. This is something that I found interesting. Okay. Okay. The average arcade game at the time, the average time spent per game yes. was about four minutes. And Galaga still came in at seven minutes, which is nearly twice as much as the average game. Right. But that makes it a more enjoyable, more fulfilling experience for the players. To me, that's why it's standing the test of time because it's the gameplay is so much fun. And it's reasonably easy to get good at. Yeah. So can we talk about the music for a second? Sure. Okay. So the composer for Galaga is Nobuyuki Onogi. Yes. He is a guy who is considered the father of game music. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Onogi had grown up in Japan, obviously. He got his degree in engineering. Um, but it was kind of a casual thing. He was more interested in music and synthesized music specifically and just kind of on a dare basically applied at Namco and got the job. Well, this was 1980. They come out with the game Rally X. Yeah. Right? And I don't know if you remember the screen where you entered your name, your initials for the high score Yeah. on Rally X. Had fantastic music. That was him. And so they were so impressed by that. They're like, hey, we would like you to do music for the entirety of Galaga. And if you remember Galaga's high score, I mean, it's it's like magical. It, you feel like the end of Star Wars and you're getting the medal <laughs> put on you. It's awesome. 
And so he went on to be, like I said, the father of video game music. The first time they released a record that was a video game soundtrack record, it was him working with another wow. guy to make that soundtrack. I think of like there are 10 of those that have come out and he was responsible for five of them. He has done, you remember the game Mappy? Yeah, I love Mappy. Mappy, again, has fantastic music. He's the one responsible. Tragically, he passed away 2019. Big loss, but the music from Galaga is one of the key features that makes it a fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're starting to wrap Galaga. I just want to make one more comment about Galaga. Okay. So, obviously, of these five games that we're talking about this series, yeah, the biggest pisser of all to me <laughs> yeah. is when you shoot your own ship. Oh, my God. When Miss Pac-Man gets eaten, ah, dang it, gosh dang it, I'm mad about that. Or Frogger gets hit by a car or whatever. But when you shoot your own ship, that to me, right. I, that's when the big the big profanity comes out at the arcade. Absolutely, because you're taking a risk in the first place, right? <laughs> you're, you're deliberately sacrificing maybe one of your lives. Yeah. In order to yeah. get the double shot ship, because you can hit him and you can hit him wrong and he explodes him in the air. But if if you've ever done this, if you've hit it, hit the ship that's got your ship and your ship spins and starts floating down and you just accidentally shoot at it as it's floating down, it will still explode. So you literally, you've lost it for no reason at all. Nobody's shooting at you. Nobody's bothering you. You just were stupid. Still makes me mad. All right. Well, that about wraps Galaga. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you try out that funky trick. Yeah. I hope you have a game available to you to Me try too. out that funky trick. Me too. We're going to have to track one down. There's one in Arlington I know. We may have to travel down. <laughs> just to try it. Just a, you know, hop, skip, and a jump down That's to Arlington. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for this coverage of Galaga. Be oh. sure to hit that subscribe button in the face. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Patreon. And we thank you, and we'll see you then. Bye, guys.